What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Chuco Chisme on this very hot day in the, in the southwest, I guess, and not just in the in El Paso. I uh, hope everybody's having a great summer. We're taking staying uh, cool, staying cool, yeah, and not just physically, not just be cool, but stay cool. Stay cool. That's the that's the important part. Mm-hmm. Be cool. So what's up, Lydia? What's going on with you? I know a lot of people freak out. Like, why would you ask how she's doing? Don't you guys live together or spend? No, we actually don't. We um. We don't live together. <laughs> we do, <laughs> but um. We do live together. On Sundays, we don't spend. We don't spend a lot of time together. We don't spend a lot of time together. The better part of the morning, or right? The <clears throat> or the day. Better part of the day. Mm-hmm. I would love to just stay home and. You know, catch up, reset on Sundays, yeah. ready for the week. Well, we had a, we've had a busy, 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 busy weekends. But as most teenagers, man, quinceañeras and all right. raves and all that. We're, we're empty nesters. Yeah. So we've had we a. Can, we can do what we want. Yeah. Well, like yesterday, we uh, we had the the truck and jeep show. Mm-hmm. Just pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Hot. No, I, I know you hate being out there in the <laughs> in the heat. So That's why I just go. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really that. The heat no, it's is not, not your, for me. Yeah, I know it's not your thing. Even if even if I'm uh, typically I'm always cold at home. Mm. Like I'm always freezing and have even the air conditioner turned off until you get home. But being out in the extreme heat like you are, I really don't know how. Yeah, no, it's been... How you do it. <coughs> it's it's too much for me. It's going to be, and it's, it is, it is, uh, it has been, you know, all week, uh, 100 plus, 103, mm. 108, 106. We're looking at 110 tomorrow. Tomorrow. Monday. I mean, we could be in Phoenix, right? But Yeah, yeah. Well, this is second best. We can still complain. Yeah, we can actually complain because this is second best. Mm-hmm. Oh... Uh, I mean, just, yeah, just stay cool, stay hydrated. Don't overexert yourself, you know, especially if you're getting older. You know, you will croak. Like that poor mailman in Dallas, 66 years old, doing his route, 104, passed out and died. Wow. Yep. That's sad. That is sad. And then we have the Hot Wheels, Hot Wheels piece of shit governor taking water breaks away. Yeah, fuck you. Governor Abbott. Yeah. yeah. So that's not gonna fly. So every time I have a, I have a water break. I. Every time you, I go. You toast to him. No, I don't toast the son of a bitch. But every time I go take a piss from that water break, I'm like, here you go. I mean, he can try to do whatever, but federal regulations supersede whatever he wants to come up with, or the reason, whatever reason. I know that there's a reason behind what. What he mandated or removed, you know, there's a lot more to it than what we're saying. But in the surface level, it doesn't look good. Um, you know, it's it's not. It's Let me not tell good. you what I think. Especially for older, I mean, for everybody, right? But especially for older employees that 
are working out there, mm-hmm. you know, who can't retire at 65. Yeah. No, like I think, the mailman. I think that son of a bitch is just bitter because a tree fell on him and that's why he became Ooh. the bag of shit on wheels. And he's trying to, he's trying to take it out, <clears throat> his miserable life, on the rest of Texas. Not our fault. There's always an agenda. Yeah. Anyway, my little rant against the the government of Texas. I still love Texas. Don't get me wrong. Uh, It's my home state. I know a lot of people get turned off now. Oh, pinche vato de Texas. It's a la verga. But the governing people Mm -hmm. are, are fucking shit up. But anyways, what are you drinking? Today I'm having a Modelo Chelada, mm. mango and chile. Y yo? Thank courtesy of Lydia. Una caguama. Una caguama de sol. Mm. And these pretty snazzy uh, rubber cups that were gifted to me by a co-worker. Oh, yeah. Uh, pues. A ti si te quiero. A mi si me quiere. So you were saying that going to, to um, the little the little barrio stores is like going to Juarez. You no longer yeah, yeah. need to go to Juarez. And funny enough, we used to when we so there's a store in Westway, Texas, which is the town between Canutillo and Anthony, Westway Food Store. And when we lived in Vinton, we used to always shop there. And we used to call going to Westway, going to Juarez, because no offense, we were just saying like. <laughs> You cross a bridge to get to it, and (laughs) (laughs) you go to that store, and you know, as it is the the town, there is a lot of it was considered a colonia up until recently, but um, Mm. there was that one store, and now if you go into that store, which I did before coming home today, um, you'll find just about anything that you can buy in Juarez. You can find it there, which is really nice. You know, you can buy kawamas of sol, dos equis, uh, the yo, chips, all the Mexican chips they sell there. You know what charales yeah. are? Yeah, they do, they do, like the dried ones. No, pero si sabes que son charales. Well, I've, my mom used to talk about them, and Those, there used to the be the tiny. Little, yeah, the tiny fish. Is it fish? No, fish, but yeah, they're the sun, dried, up like dried up fish. Yeah, like they have them. Yeah, they and have they have charales? the shrimp, too. Mm-hmm. But, uh, to make, like, the... Um, but those are, like... <clears throat> Those are like botanas for, what do you call it? Um, when you're drinking, you know, you put them in, mm. you, no you snack them on while you're drinking. Kind of like the, so last, was it last week was Father's Day? Last week, yeah. We went to this place called La Coa. Yeah. Really cool place. So if you're from El Paso, and I think they have more than one location, but we went to the one on North Mesa, and it was the food was really good, and it got a good, good vibe going. Good drinks. Um, and you ordered. You like mezcal, mm-hmm. and they have a decent selection of mezcal. But it was cool because they brought it to you in a little. Uh, what is it, like a blue ollita de barro, the mm-hmm. with eyes, and then. And then several salts to to taste garnish, it with uh, yeah. to garnish, which. <coughs> The sales were mixed with, one was with... Gusa- one was warm, gusano. Mm-hmm. The other one, grillo, cricket. And then, um, alacran, scorpion. Mm-hmm. 
But when they when she showed me the bow, I thought the actual scorpion was in the road. Like I let it. Yeah, I thought and so I too. Was, I was, I was a little up. nervous when you're like, try the scorpion because your roots are from Durango, so you should just. Because <laughs> 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 my mom was born in Durango, and we have a lot. A lot of our family is from there, from my mom's side. Yeah. Maternal grandmother. But um, yeah, it was interesting uh, putting the the orange wedge in the. Uh, different salts at a time mm-hmm. and then i threw some of the usano worm usano salt into the into no the offense, beer judy. no offense judy into the um, the beer which was you know tasty pretty, yeah. yeah it was tasty it was, it, it's good food there it was a good time but uh yeah like going back to westway like you I, that's why i don't need to go to juarez anymore yeah they have such a good selection of even um peña fiel drinks oh, the they have a bunch mineral. of them. and i'm sure there's other stores in el paso that carry oh, yeah, a selection like that but for us because it's so close like it's nice to have it right there and you know if you feel like any of this stuff you can just go there and get it and not have to but another it. thing i love from that store is they have a lot of ready-made foods like they they have uh pinto beans that are already cooked so you can just buy like a little tub of it and you don't have to cook beans at home. They have chile colorado. So we need. Um, no, you don't. No, that's what we need. Like for because I know you hate baking beans. Oh, I thought like we need beans. I'm like I just made you no, a big no. pot of beans. No. So you won't have to bake beans. Yeah, anymore. so you don't have to. You can just since it's the two of us, you just go buy your yeah. tub and you're done. Like I wouldn't. I don't recommend the charro beans from Vista. Oh, that's a different store though. Yeah, but I don't. I, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't. Yeah. No. But there's people out there that might like them. I don't know. Well, but it's because you're also used to the way your mom used to make them. So. Yeah. But that's, that's what I'm telling you. I don't need to go to Juarez anymore. I, I like. Mm-hmm. Everything's here. The restaurants. Right. The Except beer. for cheap dentistry. That's the yeah. Only cheap thing that's dentistry. Yeah. <laughs> what else? But I do like when when I do go. I like to look for things that are different that we don't have here yet like the time i bought that beer that modelo whatever it was that you first said you liked and then you didn't like yeah, but, the wheat. Modelo wheat. but they didn't have it here yet it hadn't been introduced it's here. not even here it's not here yet and yet you got to try it already mm-hmm. the, um, when the soles came out with the cheladas yeah they weren't even here no but we found them there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and people still make the trek to go to Juarez and go yeah. shop over there. They, they it's, yes, and some things are, I mean, you might find it like 20 cents cheaper, 50 cents cheaper. But if you think about all the time you spend going over there and the time you spend in line coming back it's just sometimes not worth it like just get it here for a dollar more and save yourself the trip we used to go with, to Juarez for everything haircuts gas mm-hmm. groceries i mean <clears throat> we never went for medical but it was always Juarez 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 mm-hmm. Pa todo. so it just i don't know became a drag to to, to have to go well i think it, it kind of also was came to a halt for everyone when the drug war started like everybody just reassessed and i think that's when they started um 
Mexico started exporting a lot more to the U.S. of those little things that the reasons why we'd go over there, including beer and snacks and even the restaurants. You know, that's why we ended up with all these new restaurants here in mm-hmm. the border anyway. I'm not, I know that doesn't apply to, you know, anybody in the Midwest or whatever, but for us. Yeah, but no, the... In El Paso. And the traffic wasn't that bad back in, I mean, <clears throat> what was the most you guys spent in the, in the bridge back in the 80s? Oh, well, we could spend up to two hours. It just what depended the? on when you cross back. So that's why when we went, we would spend um, the weekend over there. Like we'd go Friday night or Saturday morning and not come back till Sunday afternoon. Yes. My poor aunt had to deal with her asses all weekend long. Who's this? Estela. Estela. Mm-hmm. Because we'd stay with her, and everybody would hang out at her house, and... She had to cook and all that. Well, you know, everybody would pitch in or whatever, but yeah, she had to practically host us and then host all of her drunk siblings, because she, was, she wasn't a big drinker, but... Were you guys there every weekend? Uh, for a while there, yeah, every weekend. It was, y eran it was, pedotas. Yeah, they would get... They would get so drunk that one of my aunts, my mom's youngest sister is eight years older than I am, like not too much older than I am. So we'd hang out, my other cousin and I would hang out with her a lot. Mm. We'd go to clubs or parties or quinceañeras and I was like 13 at the time, 12, 13. We'd hang out with them and it, my mom didn't even know where we were. Like one time she remembered that she had a daughter and she's like, where is she? And they went looking for me. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and she caused like this drama. It was embarrassing. It was like a telenovela. On the, on the Juarez Strip? Or what? No, we were actually where Sara was living um, in her in her barrio. We hey. were hanging out there. Like all her buddies and I were, we were all just there and we weren't doing anything. Like we would just literally chit chat they'd play oldies like there was no um they weren't doing anything bad honestly like the worst they did was maybe smoke and uh some of them would like have a beer but it was never like they weren't doing drugs in front of us nothing it was really innocent who's who was this the the barrio kids or the cholos or what yeah her friends all her friends they were they were obviously a little bit older than us Some were our age also, but there was probably like 10 to 15 of them, but they weren't all hang out at the same time. And there's this one corner spot where everybody always hung out, but it was never like anything um, malicious, you know, it was just chit-chatting, maybe macking, you know, couples macking. That was it. And so my mom remembered that time she had a daughter and where is she? Even though before we left, my aunt would always tell my mom like, hey, we're gonna go here or we're gonna do that. Or we'd ask permission and she was always like, okay, okay, whatever. Like, I think at the time she was like, just let me have my beers, go do your thing. I don't know why she freaked out that time and they were driving around the neighborhood yelling my name outside of the <laughs> truck. It was so embarrassing because, you know, uh, I was trying to impress these people. And was okay, were you trying out for the for the clique or what? No, it was just like, uh, I didn't want to tell you, but it, I was like 
tr- this guy and I were like chit chatting. We were trying to, you know, hook up or whatever. Yeah. And and there's your mom yelling your name at the top of her lungs, all drunk, hanging out of the truck. It was like, oh no, qué vergüenza. ¿Y dónde te halló, pues? Well, they were like such good friends. They like all hid me so that when my mom drove by, she wouldn't see me. And then once she passed, then they let me out, and then we started walking. And they're like, oh, what? You're looking for her? She just went to the store with, you know, some friends to go get a soda or whatever. They made it seem like I was just walking out of the store. Damn. So she, like, she threw a bit. Yeah. No, but she was a... I got in trouble. She liked to make a scene, man. Yeah, yeah. That's why, you know, that's why I didn't drink for a lot of years, because... You were gonna make a scene with me, or what? I, I didn't. I was afraid that everybody that drank made a scene. That wasn't the case. When I met you, I found out. Oh, some people are funny when they're drunk. They're not. They're not scandalous. They're not drama queens. Yeah, they're not scandalous. <laughs> so then after that, I was like, Oh, okay, okay, that's cool. That was just her. Yeah, she was a good lady. She was, she was, a, she was, yeah. Always good to me. Miss her. Lucky you. <clears throat> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think she treated me nicer than you. I think so. <laughs> at some, at some point. <clears throat> yeah, well, you know. It is what it is. But you're still but having to, you're still having to go and take care of, uh, your aunt. Yeah, so, you know, going back to the beginning of the podcast, why I'm not home on Sundays, most of the days, because I look, I, I say I look after, I, I really don't, but I just keep an eye on on Lupe, who was her, her partner for 38 years. So, I, she doesn't, she has a son who's not here. We don't know where he is. And so she doesn't have anybody. So I have to spend my days there. Well, we had her on the podcast. Yeah. So I, I spend my day there just keeping an eye on her and making sure all her medications are set up, making sure she has food. You know, we do save her food throughout the week, freeze it, take it to her so that she has something to eat every day. And Does she like most of the food or not? Yeah, to sometimes I can tell like she eats either you know like a frozen pizza or she also has meals on wheels delivered to her mm-hmm. so um, sometimes she'll eat that and she won't like it'll be a few weeks before she touches the food that we send her but this week I know she ate a lot of the stuff we sent her because there was a lot of empty bowls okay. <laughs> Damn. she she puts them in the dishwasher or whatever so um, I think there was like five, five or six of the bowls. So um, that tells me that she's eaten the food we've sent her. She's not throwing them away. She's not throwing them away. Well, it's pretty good. And grub, I asked, man. you know, I asked her, I'm like, hey, did you like the food? Was it good? <laughs> I mean, not that I'm going to change what I'm doing, right? I, what I cook is what I cook. Yeah. If she doesn't want to eat it, she doesn't have to. But yeah, so it's hard still having to uh, deal with someone um, that's older and mm-hmm. 
sometimes can't do things for herself or is starting to have like some memory loss. Um, for the most part, she's pretty healthy, but there's sometimes like if her back's in bad shape, then she has to, she needs help. You know, she needs help getting to places and I have to order her groceries for her. Yeah, and she's an older, she's an older person already, like. Yeah, and it's just hard to believe, like, she was my mom's caretaker for so long, and then now the tables have turned, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know, it's, I think one of the things I was going to tell you, like, I watched this, like, where are we going to end up, right? What's going to happen to her later on, because I can't take care of her, like, if I have to go to work, I still have to work, even if I work from home or if I went into an office, which could be a possibility, then there's still not anyone to take care of her. And she's at that point, you know, she's a retired civil service person, so she, she doesn't qualify for a lot of care. And I think, you know, that's what happened with your parents. Like, because they owned their home, they couldn't, um, qualify for um assistance Mm -hmm. you know for caretakers and so you know you and your siblings you know had to pitch in monetarily and even time-wise time-wise you know however it came across you guys all had to put your part and look out for them and luckily for your parents you know they were able to contribute as well but there was five of you that could do it yeah where I'm, You're the only I'm one. a lone wolf. Like, yeah. I have no one to help me. Mm-hmm. Like, no one. I'm the only person. Even when my mom was alive, I was the only one that could help. Yeah. So it's very frustrating. And it's frustrating because she doesn't qualify for um, home care. Yeah. She doesn't, like, let's say she wanted to go to an assisted living, which I think, you know, that's what we talked about yeah, today. Yeah, we talked about it today, which sounds great. Like, she could live in a little apartment, you know, and still socialize with people, but she's still independent, And but she has a nurse available to go check on her daily or whatever. That would be ideal, but it's so expensive because she doesn't qualify for anything. That, yeah, that, that, <clears throat> that care for the elderly is... It's, it's and, a mess. Yeah. And I I follow this nurse hospice nurse Julie yeah. on I, TikTok, and I, I was I telling quit, you I quit following her because it was just too I know it, too much. It is, but I think you know it stayed on my feed because of when your parents were mm-hmm. in hospice, and, yeah. and I followed her. But you, she had, you followed her since my parents were in hospice mm-hmm. or after? No, since. Yeah, I I I, <coughs> I think maybe <coughs> at the beginning of the year is when I ran across her page, and then. Uh, and then I even started listening to this uh, this podcast. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I don't know if I told you about it, but yeah. the guy like deals with uh, interviews. A lot of the guests are like hospice workers or mm. or or seers or you know anything related with passing your parents' past. Mm-hmm. And the the host was you know tiene tiene sus sus quirks because his um his uh mom and dad died and he, he hasn't been able to process like mm-hmm. so then i came across her on the instagram uh-huh. and then i started following her and, and just reading but it just got it it's it just overwhelming man i was yeah. like i she it's has too much. she has some wonderful stories if if your parents are at that stage of life 
I think it's worth preparing yourself for that and because <clears throat> there's so many misconceptions of people yeah, on when, hospice that yeah, when when your parents are still here but they're already at that end of life mm -hmm. stage or they're you know that's great but I have no business my parent you know I, I yeah they're already unfortunately gone. I was there mm -hmm. but I I but but you're saying that but look I'm still and I know I still have like one elderly quote-unquote parent family or person member. family yeah. member mm -hmm. acquaintance whatever you want to call her that i'm still looking out for yeah well whatever you want to label oh. that responsibility and um i'm still learning because she had a, a a patient that you know got discharged from the hospital she the, the patient it was like an 80 it reminded me of your dad like 80 some year old bed bound the wife was también viejita and mm -hmm. couldn't take care of him, obviously. And yeah. the, the kids were, you know, were all working and they couldn't take care of the parents because how do they quit their jobs and their livelihoods, you know, then. And that's what a lot of like in our culture, you know, you're supposed to take care of your elders. You don't put them in nursing homes. You don't, you know. That's a struggle. That's, that, that's a mental like load and and. A, burden that we have to carry because we're looked at as horrible people for doing that to your parents in America but it's not by choice it's not the same thing as in Mexico where you can do something like that here you can't quit your job you're gonna lose your home you're gonna lose your everything your your livelihood if you quit to take care of your parents but these parents are middle class and again don't qualify for health care for assistance for having someone take care of them they don't qualify for a nursing home because nursing homes are very expensive yeah and even for the ones that they may qualify for they're full there's a waiting list so and these are not top-notch they're not top-notch so you're gonna get the bottom yeah. of the barrel nursing home and yeah. do you really want your parent there so us middle-aged people are in such a horrible horrible position that and, and you know the worst part is family around you tries to give you all these solutions, but nobody says, I'll take her one day. I'll do this one day. You know, I'll take, I'll send her food. No, they all just sit there and go, well, can you hire someone to go get help? Can you have, can the insurance pay for, you know, caretaker? Can, you know, they love to throw out these solutions, quote unquote, but they're still, it's still who is the burden on you? The burden is still on you. You have to figure it out. You have to sacrifice. You have to give everything up, whether it's a Sunday, your food, your whatever. And so that's the sad reality of American elderly people, what they're going through when, you know, like we've always said, like our parents didn't prepare for retirement or for the towards the end of life yeah, no, they, the way we were prepared like stash your 401k you know save this save that do this do that um our parents just because of where they came from they, I they think didn't it was a, i think a lot of it was a mentality of the mistrust the, kid, the kids have to take care of yeah us. yeah true one of you guys if like us five kids one of you fuckers needs to give up your life yeah and take care of and us. take care of us and and that that still goes back to like fucking yeah the mexican culture rancherotes, you know and it's mm -hmm. it's uh it puts a strain on on 
the family life and, and married life and your kids like, and yeah. the work, you know. Yeah, you, the, you you can lose your job. Yeah. Over that. And uh, and and that's you know I, I don't I'm not trying to be ugly with our parents or anything, but sometimes they don't understand that that you know how many times were you and I at the point of I'm gonna lose my freaking job because mm -hmm. I've called in so much to take my mom to the doctor to or medical emergency or medical emergencies I'm sorry I need to live in the leave in the middle of the day to take her to the hospital or take luckily, him to the hospital luckily when my dad had medical emergencies they were on Sundays or Saturdays <laughs> he was considered yeah where I had, I had to sit I had to sit 12 to 16 hours at the ER Lucky you! I got yeah. midnight calls, as you yeah. recall, and it was like. And then uh, when my when both of my parents five years ago got mm -hmm. sick, I was I was semi-retired. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. I, you were in a different I was, position. Yeah, it was a different point, but I still had to go to school. Yeah, but towards the end, it was still very tough because you still had to. You know, how many times did you have to? leave in the middle of the day or or even coming home you could never ever just come straight home you mm -hmm. had to make a stop check in on them yeah. spend a couple hours well for a few years you and i we, were, we never spent we never spent yeah. time on sundays we right. we caught up about six ish mm -hmm. on sundays in the evening in the evening because we were you know you you'd go over there with mom and Lupe, and mm -hmm. I can go with my mom and my dad. When they were mobile, to was, it was fun because. Yeah, we could them. take them everywhere. Yeah, I took like, them. Well, my dad obviously knew that. Right. But it was only one wheelchair. Mm -hmm. Wheel the guy around. My mom would still walk. I'd take them the farmer's markets and all that horse shit. Right. <clears throat> go out and eat restaurants. But then it got to a point where my mom was like, she. She could walk, she, but she couldn't she was do struggling. Yeah, with the heart condition. So, so now we had the caretaker. So now I had, if we were going to do one of those field trips. You had to go was, to a, in a big enough vehicle where more people fit, more, more wheelchairs more fit. More wheelchairs, more bags, all mm -hmm. that. It was like two kids and two kids, two strollers. Mm -hmm. And it was. Yeah. And all this challenge. to say, you know, if you're, this isn't a lecture, it's just our experience with what we've dealt with. And it's not like a right or wrong. And it's not, um, you know, you're not also not going to leave your parents. You're not going to abandon them either. You know, you just can't. But all this is so that you can, you know, if you're young and your parents are middle aged, maybe check in with them and say, hey, what are you doing for the future? If it's, you know, your parents are older, then, you know, we share your pain. We know what you're going through. No, no, encourage your parents. If and encourage your to parents. To have a will. No. Not, not only to have a will, but to have health. a plan. You Take know, your health. Yourself. Yeah, so that's become important to us. Like, we don't want to be our kids' burden, so we try to live a well, one thing I, pseudo yeah, healthier yeah. life. One thing I tell the young guys there at work, you know, take care of your bodies. Mm -hmm. You don't want nobody wiping your hands. Oh, man, I'm looking forward to that. No, you're, no not. you're not. Don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. That's the stupidest thing you could say. Yeah. You're looking forward to getting your ass wiped. It's, That's it's, the most can you imagine, humiliating. Yeah, can you imagine how humiliating it's it was for them? It's the most humiliating thing for, for a parent to have one of their kids wipe their ass mm -hmm. and change them, bathe them. Yeah. Um, don't take care of your body 
And not that, I mean, I always made it a point when I would bathe my mom. I always told you that, like, her dignity was very important to yeah, me. Th- it is to everybody. I, I, I don't know of any of us that would say. Yeah. Well, unless you're a nasty old man. <laughs> Like Dave jokes and you're in the ER and you're waiting for one of the hot nurses to touch you. Of course. That, that You're the exception. That's besides the point, yeah. But don't, don't, don't pretend like, oh, it's going to be fun, man. No, it's not. It's not. It's, it's not cool. It's not cool. Just because we've been through it. On their behalf, I could see, you know, you can see it in their faces that it's not. A lot not, of hurt. There's a lot of hurt. Yeah. And then you come home frustrated and. And then full of guilt because you yeah. got upset mm-hmm. and they knew you got upset mm-hmm. because you had to bathe them or change them or, right. you know, you, you deal with a lot of guilt. And it was never like mad at, it was like some resentment towards them. Cause it was like, why didn't you take care of yourself? Like, why did you smoke? Why did you, <laughs> when you were told to quit smoking, that's why the doctors were telling you to quit smoking. Like there was a reason. That's one of them. Like, why did you not exercise? Like, why didn't you move? Like, not. I, I'm not talking about be a gym rat. I'm like, just move. Why did Why did you quit moving? Like, why did you quit doing things for so that your mental abilities were out? Just, That's what was frustrating because a lot of it, you're like, you did this to yourself. Like, why would you allow yourself to get to this point? But then at that point, it's like, it's already done. So yeah. why make it worse you for can't, them? At that point, there's no point. Yeah. In, um, Guilty them. Reaching them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it is what it is. My mom used to apologize all the time. I'm sorry that I got sick and I put you guys. I was like, why are you apologizing? Mm-hmm. That's that's too late already. You're. Yeah, it's already the done. The best thing we can do is just enjoy each other's company. And while you're still here, you know, this yeah. and that. And, but don't apologize for. For, for getting sick, you know, you're 40 some years of smoking, you're, you're going to get sick. You're going to get sick. At one point, you're going to get sick. Something's going to happen and, and it's we're, not a good thing. And we're at that point now. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad, a lot of the strokes and. Oh. Yeah, well. Yeah, you know. It's just that I think as frustrating as all of that is, we, we need to, you know, those are difficult conversations that need to be had. Well, you and I are always having them together. Like, we are. Hey. And I've asked you, let's let's do it. And you're like, oh, it's such a downer. But you know what? It's life. What? Like talking about this. But, it's life. Yeah, like no. it's crap. No, like yeah. our, our life is not <clears throat> peachy roses where, you know, we're always eating somewhere and having these great drinks. And no, it's not always like that. It wasn't always like that. We've it, had. But some, it's been it's been more of a. It's been more of a, yeah, we do need to have these talks because you and I aren't, aren't spring chickens. Yeah. And we're not the only ones that have gone through this or are no, going yeah, through yeah. this no, of course, or will but, go through this. But we cannot have a podcast about, about nightlife. No. Because it, you know, <laughs> yeah, we, we. About a rave. Yeah. We were, we were parents in our twenties. Mm-hmm. So excuse me if I'm fucking having a good time in my fifties. Right. Not your business. No, my business. Don't say excuse me because I'm not excusing. No, I'm like, not. I'm but ignore it. Like turn. No, no. Other yeah. people like. <laughs> yeah, like, like telling other people like just. That mind your business. Don't mind your business. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think hope. I put a post of that uh, yeah. recently, and it's very accurate. I think so. No, right? but I think I think we needed to talk about, um, you know, the way the 
it's like a it's not just a cultural thing but it's it's a problem in the united states that you may not find in other countries how do you fix it i don't know i don't know that it'll ever be fixed because mm. we are so there's other priorities yeah we're, and and you know helping them it's help. more important to worry about gay people than it is to worry about yeah. our elderly apparently in the united helping, states helping helping the helping the people that need help is is not a priority no it's not you know meals and wheels they want to do away with that yeah the, like they want to get rid of these programs but i'm telling you like from my aunt's perspective someone who doesn't know how to cook like she needs this assistance mm -hmm. like these meals are her lunch sometimes that's you know if i didn't take her dinner she would only have that you know, the you know in a bowl of cereal the viejitos that could benefit from uh legal advice it's not offered for free. No, and how many of their own children or relatives take advantage of mm -hmm. them because that's something they that, don't have that? That's something that I, I'd like to see change, you know. Um, some type of legal advice for, for viejitos, like, do not sign this. This is it, You need to, while you're still mm -hmm. able, express what you want. Right. Your final, your you know... Your final wishes. Your final wishes because... Even your wishes for when you're currently alive if something were to happen. So let's say that, you know, you have a massive stroke. You're still alive, but you have a stroke or you may be a vegetable and you want certain uh, things done. <clears throat> like there needs to be... Somebody um, needs to take... A, you need to leave somebody in charge of your, of your life mm -hmm. while you recover. Right. Because hopefully you're strong enough to want to, to recover. But then even if you don't, you know, there's yeah. got to be a yeah, plan B for that. And then there's nothing wrong with being young and, and having a plan. Mm -hmm. Thinking ahead. For an exit, you know, in case you you buy the farm. Yeah. A little early. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Unexpectedly. Yeah, unless you decide to buy that that little piece of land with the fancy headstone yeah there's nothing wrong with with uh, filling out of uh, you know yeah when you're young for it. when you're young and you go party for 200 300 dollars a night spend that on an attorney mm -hmm. go fill out your final wishes right who's in charge of this if i take a shit and who's gonna keep that and who i need you to yeah it's very important i i think even to have that conversation with your family so that it's like out there i mean not that that matters sometimes no. right like your yeah. mom well your mom was very clear with some of the things that she wanted with with her stuff done and you know people came in and did whatever they wanted anyways yeah. took yeah. whatever they wanted yeah of course but um it's it's okay to but have it's better to have it in writing yeah absolutely yeah you need to have a we need, there's nothing wrong with like having, you have an outfit ready for the night. If you're, I mean, I'm talking to the younger dude. Yeah. Chicks. You have an outfit or you have a, the, the outfits for the weekend on vacation. Well, they, have a, they go have out of their way. Yeah. They go out, of, they take hours upon hours planning what they're going to wear for the evening or for the week for work. Um, you know, plan. What you're gonna wear for your funeral? Just kidding. Oh shit! <laughs> no, but plan naked. You know, like, and it's simple things like: Do you want to be cremated? Do you want a regular service? Do you want a church service? Do you not want it? Which church do you want? Which skip religion do you skip, want? Or skip or skip the religious or shit skip, and just straight yeah, to yeah, yeah. And it's 
you know, sometimes they're uncomfortable conversations to have. I remember every time we tried to have that conversation with your mom, she would change the subject. She didn't want to discuss it. And, you know, we could have probably done a lot more planning for them had that conversation happened earlier in her life. Well, unfortunately, we had the conversation um, during hospital. Well, no, you guys had it a little bit before that. But years back. Mm-hmm. A couple of years back, but it was all in, in fun. Yeah. Because she was healthy and we were, we were it out there. It was almost like a, hey, let's, you know, hey, get a niche. I wanna, let's be neighbors. Yeah, let's be neighbors. And, you know, we're still, we're still killing a 12 pack of tacos up in Toro Bronco. And mm-hmm. couple, couple, not her, but me. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, of course. She could eat. That lady could eat. I, I mean. <clears throat> that fucker could eat. She would have accepted the challenge. If- and my dad could eat too. And, and. It was a lot of fun, and that conversation was had when things were, you know, they were. Dory. But that, that week she got out of the hospital into hospice, and that they were blunt. You know, they were pretty blunt. Your mom's got days, if not hours. And I think my mom knew that. Mm-hmm. Well, they <clears throat> and, had had that conversation with her, too. Yeah, and uh, we, we, we tried to have that conversation, like, I need... I need specifics, specifics mom, because, um, you know, this thing's going to happen. And, um, you know, it was it was a rough conversation to have. Yeah. And it was aggravating at some point because she didn't want to participate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she did not want to participate. And I was like, mom, this, you know, you're, you're going to die and you're going to leave us with this fucking problem. Mm-hmm. Of not knowing what the hell. Please cooperate. And, you know, I'm talking about three days, four days before. Right. We're down to two days before she passed and nothing Well, that happened. was only because we had that meeting. Yeah, that but we had that meeting on finally. Monday and then Wednesday. But two days before, I just gave up. I'm like, well. We'll go with what she said while eating a tall pack of tacos. Mm-hmm. But... Not, not, uh, she was not, uh, forthcoming with, with, uh, with the final wishes. Yeah. So mm. it is what it is. So don't have that, don't have those uncomfortable conversations two or, days before your loved one dies. Cause, yeah. cause that, you know, I don't know. Well, not only that, like you want to get their true, true, like, thoughts on and wishes fulfilled like not just because we were stuck this is first of all this is what we could afford it's not about and you know no i'm saying like don't let it get to that point where you're saying like well you know she never told me what she wanted and this is all we can afford so this is what we're going to do which is not what happened with your parents but i'm saying some people could be faced with that yeah you know and you don't want to be faced with that you want to just be able to do what they wanted if it's feasible oh boy we went down a dark path here yeah no but i like you said we you know even before we start recording or a few no well you pushed for this episode you know right after right after you know a few weeks after my brother died mm-hmm. um and i told you i don't i'm not I don't want to talk about mm-hmm. this anymore. I, right. I'm tired of 
all these losses we've had. Yeah. Recurring losses. I mean, it's like right. L's. You get an L. You get an L. Yeah, yeah. And so, and just just to bring it to perspective, in case you know, I think everyone that knows us knows. But just for those of you that are new listeners or aren't aware, but you lost your your man. mom. <clears throat> no, you lost <throat> your mom. Yeah. In August of twenty one. Twenty twenty one. In November, you lost your dad. November of 2021 I in January of 2022 I lost my mom and then in December of 2022 you lost your brother your middle brother so we've had four losses in our family within a span of you know 18 months yeah and then not including all my daughter my sister's kids yeah, Twins prior to that, she's, she's had three three babies. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been rough. Five um, years, I think. No, more than five years. Seven been, seven years. It's been rough, and you know, something that we were tired of talking about. I think we were. I think I don't think we were tired of talking about it. I think we were tired of saying it out loud. And right. I, you said, "Hi, chiquito." I'm not taking a piss. I'm just pouring a beer. Hey, I just uh, I just didn't want to dwell on it anymore. But mm-hmm. when you when you brought it up today, I was all like, yeah, you know what? I think it's our PSA and one of those viejitos. Mm-hmm. If you're in I that, mean, you have a coworker. This is what always. Cheers. This is what always um, when you talk about this coworker. That, well, he's actually, like, yes, he's sort of a supervisor, but, eh, not really. Okay, he's a coworker. But he's going through what you're going through. He's got, he's an older person himself. He's, what, 64? And his parents are in their 80s. Yeah. Mom um, has dementia. Late late 80s. Late 80s. Maybe mid-90s and, yeah. And, And, uh, And he always reaches out to you and asks, did you go through this? Did you have this? Did you? And so it sucks that you're the SME, the subject matter expert. Is that what that means? Mm-hmm. You're the SME of this topic, of this subject, of this situation. But, you know, you help him out. What if you can help somebody else? And not that we're here to give advice. It's just like literally... Venting. If you're going I, through it, you're not alone. And think, if yeah, if and, and if you are going, my hat's off because it takes it takes a lot of cajones to to, to do what you're it. what mm-hmm. you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. But I I, w- I don't want to see it as advice. No, I think I'm just it's just a vent. It's just for a me to get it out of to put it out in the in the universe. If I help, if it helped one person out there listening, mm-hmm. great. If it didn't. Oh, well, I but at least I got import- it off my chest. Yeah, they're important conversations to have. Um, and the ones you don't want to have, right? Like, to me, I'd rather be talking about um, Elton Dooling's piano or <laughs> traveling or having this new, new tequila that I've tried. Those are much funner conversations to have. But guess what? At the end of the day, on Sunday mornings, I'm like, oh, God, sorry. I got to leave you for five hours. 
I gotta go. I think you're happy when you leave me. No. Because you say, trust me, like this motherfucker's gonna mop I'm doing, the house. I'm doing double duty. Do du- laundry. Well, you know that's nice because what I'm doing on Sundays over there is, is basically laundry, yeah. mopping, dishes, cooking, trash picking, picking up, up, taking out trash, dog picking shit. up the yard, picking up dog shit. You know, doing. Yeah. Setting, you up, be doing setting up medication, things that I should be doing in my own home, and I'm not. See, pussy. So, <sighs> you know, I can't be the only one. No, no, no. There's a, there's a you lot. You can't of be the only one. No, no. There's, I mean, what? you're not the only house bitch in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> you guys hear that? Just kidding. If she treats me like that now, imagine when I'm an old man, man, No, no, es cierto. Cachetear, it's a, it's cachetear for those people that don't know cachetear is slap, slap me around. No, never. It's very greatly appreciated. The teamwork we have is teamwork, pretty cool. Teamwork. And we I do in, stuff here too. No, you you do a lot. You do everything here. Plus over there. Yeah, plus over there. You take care of the baby here. You yep. make you frijoles. Of course. So, you are just obsessed with beans. Because I'm a Mexican guy. To the point where Lupe asks, man, Mario really likes to eat beans, huh? Because <laughs> every meal I send her has beans in it. Ah, pues take the beans out. Now. Other than the, you know, when I do lasagna or something like that. Oof. Imagine, send her a plate of lasagna with... No más eso una falta. Una cucharota de... De frijoles. De frijoles. Um, you've done that. Uh, you scared Michaela one morning. Why? We had, I think you were hungover, and we had a huge. I made a like different different things for breakfast. I made like pancakes and eggs and chorizo and uh-huh. hash browns and bacon and you know just had a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. And you put everything on your plate. <laughs> it's like a buffet. And MK was like, um, "Are we supposed to eat this like this?" And I was like, "No, that's just him being, that's just being hungover." Hungover food is. Um it's it's diff- it hits different for for certain people. You know? mm-hmm. Everybody everybody goes for the classic menudo. menudo. That's mine. In fact, today I was like wanting, I was hankering for a little bowl of menudo. Really? Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> but I ended up buying uh, Lupe gorditas, Ooh, which yeah, is what we, we had, had some, last yeah. night. I mean, I'll eat menudo, no biggie. But if it didn't exist, you'd be okay with it. I'd be it. okay with it. Mm. I mean, I don't get emotional like you and the kids when there's menudo. I don't. I really don't <laughs> get emotional like you guys. I, I'm the like. The thing is, is like it's oh, wow. so hard to. It's not hard to cook. I just don't like to cook it. It smells nasty. It smells bad when you're cooking it. Not bad. It's just not the best smell, and it takes so long to cook. And I know there's got to be shortcuts. Blah blah blah. I don't. I yeah, really it, don't want to hear it. I'm just gonna eat Rosarita. one little. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna eat one little bowl of it and it's i just rather Rosarita. yeah i'll just go buy a bowl somewhere yeah and eat find, it and that's it find, find that perfect place. spot mm-hmm. where they deliver because we had it delivered uh from from los primos or no cuates we've had it delivered from that taco place um don cuco, don cuco. yeah and we've good. also had it delivered from los barriles but Don Cucos are, is better. Well, Los Barriles, they don't mind bringing me a clamato. Minus the beer. Minus the beer. Somebody delivers beer, no? 
They do now, but when you ordered it that time, beer delivery was not allowed in Texas. After COVID, of course, it was. Because everybody was getting drunk during COVID. Yes. Not us. So speaking of... <coughs> what? I said not us. Not us what? Not us joining them. Everybody. Oof. So speaking of viejitos, um, we were in California a couple weeks back. Yeah. We got to see your... We were there two weeks ago. Too. Your I, aunt and your uncle. Yep. Um, we did a podcast with them, the Moraleses. Todo Padre. That was uh, uh, todo last padre. year for mm-hmm. Father's Day. If you want to get to know them, that's them. But they, I was raised with them when I was little, little uh, in California. Mm. So we were always very close and always visit each other. Either they come here or we go there. Like we're always in contact. Yeah. Um, and it was a quick trip. It was my cousin's 50th birthday and her nephew's, my, co- my other cousin's um, son graduation so we went to go celebrate had a really good time i could tell in the videos and pictures and yeah if you follow me on social media you know oh you, if you know you know wow. oh yeah no i don't remember even drinking that day oh i we went to a car show in the morning me and the car you shows. don't remember drinking you were drinking since 10 in the morning on what saturday on saturday no when you went to the car show Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. After the car show, you took my uncle to um, a bar. To a bar, yeah. Then you went. Docks. We were helping set up for the party. You guys showed up. The beer was already cooling, so you helped yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, and uh, it continued like that till about uh, 2, 3 in the morning. Till about dinner time. Yeah, dinner time you crashed. Oof, I crashed. I just wanted to come home, watch some, mm-hmm. some boob tube and... Mimi's. And Mimi's, but... Uh, uh, they had some bottles of uh, Gentleman Jack and uh, the Jim, Jim Beam. And then you took what, Bullet? I took some bourbon. Yeah, so uh, that kind of woke me up and valió madre because we danced the night away. That was fun. It was fun. It was a, it was a great, great weekend. Uh, we extended the DJ for an hour. Yeah, for... See, we still talk about our... our party experiences mm-hmm. because we're empty nesters we traveling is cool except traveling you know it's what just I'm that saying? where we were going it was n- there was no direct flights so no but even if it's it a direct it flight i think we would have been better off bus. flying get to yeah lax probably i don't know i don't even know nah, what's worse now. i think i think if if Two pills, and they're both the same pills are gonna have the same outcome. They're gonna kill you. Yeah. Drink to Ontario, El Paso, Phoenix to Ontario, Ontario, Las Vegas to El Paso. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Vegas, we were only there for 23 minutes. Yeah, that and, sucks because I wanted to do some gamble. gamble. What we should have done is mm. spent the night in Vegas. Yeah, but and I flown had, out the next day. I had all these stupid doctors. Well, because yeah. speaking of which, taking care of yourself. Taking care of yourself means going to the yeah. doctor for your physical. So I had physical, I had cardiologist. You had to take advantage of the day off. Yeah, I had the day off for that. And then, so you got to practice what you preach. Right. We didn't stay in Vegas. Right. Sunday night because you got to mm-hmm. take care of yourself. So, mm-hmm. hey, points for me. 
Wah, wah. There you go. Good job. Good job. Good job. I, I, I mean, sometimes I, you gotta throw yourself flowers. Yeah, yeah. Pat yourself on the back. <laughs> <laughs> throw yourself flowers. Throw yourself under the it's bus. It's actually uh, uh, in Spanish. Okay. Uh, Tirarte flores. See, sí, because it's not in English. No, uh, sí, porque me, no, it's not porque me acuerdo when you translated it. Me acuerdo cuando íbamos a los restaurants uh, when we were kids, and I was already at that point where you know. 12, 13. Mm -hmm. And if the waitress was cute and young, right. my dad would say, Here, <coughs> go pay the ticket. Y ahí le echas unas flores a la muchacha. Wow. Wow. Ya ves, tú hey. también andabas making ahí sí, pues, con las chicas. Muy hey. enamorado, like my dad. Hijos. Yeah. Your dad was a little flirt. Never with me, of course. He was always a gentleman. He was a flirt. Yeah. With the nurses. Yes. Uh, he even spoke English, and we were like, he speaks English? All the time. Mm-hmm. Never in front of us, but he did it with that nurse, and you were like... My dad would speak English when what? he was under the influence of... Uh, Narcotics. Does narcotic. <laughs> you know, especially after the, the his uh, heart surgery. Uh-huh. Holy fuck. Le faltaba blonde, like, you're blonde hair and blue eyes. You're, and, like, you're bilingual? Yeah. Like, this is my son... Uh, say hello, you know, don't be rude. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the funniest story you ever told me about your dad. Yeah. <clears throat> I, was a I always remember him um, listening to Inglés in Barreras, the tapes. Like, he had the whole encyclopedia of those tapes, and he'd sit outside in his car listening mm. to no, my dad, his cassettes. My dad, with all the money and all the time he spent on... On English classes, he had like a double doctorate <laughs> since the 80s. All right, he should have had a double. He's graduado, el güey. Sí. He's a. Uh, que no se haga. Yeah. He had degrees in. He had degrees English in English. English has a yeah. second language, that ESL. Fucker, that fucker spends so much time, and so much money. He has double majors, <laughs> which was funny, man. You know. Yeah. But he swore up and down. He didn't know. He I didn't know. Understand. He understood. Yeah. He spoke it too. That's that's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. so I think you take it for granted when your parents speak English. Like my dad spoke English, but it didn't seem like a big thing to me when I was a kid and I mm. was there with him. Mm. I think my mom understood it. He she just understood refused it. to speak it. Mm -hmm. and so towards the end of our careers, I used to speak to her a lot in English. Yeah. And, um, end of our careers. <laughs> <laughs> you she, as a son and her as a mother? Yeah, towards the end of our, our relationship. Yeah. <laughs> um, I used to speak to her in English, and, and she knew what I was saying. Yeah. Well, my mom refused to speak English because she said we laughed at her. And you know what? I think everybody. You did too? And I I want to say I didn't. But you did. But I probably did because I still say some of the words, the way she we pronounces them. <coughs> like the way she pronounces them, we still like joke around about it. Like the way she said, Jogur. We all did. We all, we all made fun of our parents. Yeah. And the shit they said, man. My mom used to say, 
Chick-fil-A, which was Chick-fil-A. Um, Famous Daves. Famous Daves. Hoi Lovi. Walmart. Walmart. She got mad when she saw that shirt one time, right? That they spelled um, it like phonetically, wow. phonetically Walmart. in Spanish. Yeah. And she was like, mira. Mm-hmm. Este. Star Wars. Star Wars. That was Star the one. Star Wars, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what else? Uh, My mom would say, cool whip. Popeyes. Popeyes. Chicken. Mm-hmm. Popeyes chicken. It's all right. At least they tried. I'm always impressed, like, with my tia Concha, the one we went to visit mm-hmm. in California. She is, like, all her grandkids speak English only. Yeah, but they're no and she, <laughs> Yeah, they are no sabo kids. But, they are, really are. But um, she does such a good job, you know, she mm-hmm. doesn't... Yeah, but she's, she's been here for like 200 years in California. Well, so, so were our parents. And they didn't try, like, I see her, like, she actually puts it to practice. Even, you know, there's some books that I love to read. And if it's a really, really good book, I send it to her so she can read it. Your uncle's got really good English, too. Yeah, he does. Yeah. But that's like I was telling you, like, my dad and his siblings. Oh. I think we kind of. And this uncle is your, your dad's brother. My dad's brother. brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My dad's brother. Yeah. No, I, I always have a good time going out there. They treat us like royalty. Really appreciative. Um, yeah, you get spoiled. I get spoiled. Okay, I get spoiled. Okay. Yeah. You just blink, and they're like, blink two times if you're still hungry, and you blink, and then no, food appears think, in front of you. I think your aunt saw que I had a chicarota de crudote, and I I don't think I was hung. I was I hungover. Yes, like, I you were hungover. Of course, you were hungover. I just remember it was. Raining. I've never seen rain in California. Mm. Never in my life. And we woke nice. up and it was overcast and raining. And so she made sure I... No, because you told her. I mentioned, like, I didn't say it because I expected her to cook for you all the time. Ah, but you messed up there. I know. I sh- if I would have known, I wouldn't have said anything. <laughs> I said, it's because when he's hungover, he eats a lot. How many times did I eat, you think? Okay. Just to count down, my uncle left early in the morning to get tamales. And at the same time, I ordered menudo. So we had menudo and tamales. And then you ate again. Like we ate that, and then later on you ate another tamal. Two. Or two. 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 And then, like, shortly after that, she's like, do you want a bean burrito? Because we started talking about beans about how you you love beans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's like, do you want a bean burrito? And you're like, no, no, it's okay. Being all shy. And the next thing you know, she's like grilling beans for you and making you burritos. Mm-hmm. She made you one because you said, no, just one, just one. Hey, hey. And then do you want another one? And you're like, well, okay. Don't mind if I do. And then my uncle, everything you ate, he would eat. <laughs> oh, by this time I'm drinking... Again. From 10 a.m. <laughs> to... You and my cousin. What? Nora. Nora was drinking? Yeah, well, she, well, she's opening her gifts. She was drinking. Oh, shit. No, but I started drinking. I think I quit in Ontario. So we get to the airport and we ordered fries and pretzel bites. And IPAs. 
and some beers and you finish that and you're like didn't we order a burger like we're missing a burger but that was the end like that's the last meal we had yeah i was done i was done after we got to vegas i was like Mm -hmm. i'm done we were like oh maybe we'll get something when we land but it was so late and we were so blue and we did we uh did see the tex-mex motors little shout out to to our little hometown El Paso oh, being featured yeah Scooter and Jairaquio um, Jalencio so if you guys haven't watched uh, Tex-Mex Motors watch oh, that's it that's what you watched on the plane ride yes, right on the, w- on the way to California on the back. way back mm-hmm. I missed half of the season on the way back because I was in and out of consciousness yeah I was she <laughs> crudota <laughs> so if you have a chance check it out man you'll mm. see some of the landmarks uh from El Paso and quote unquote Juarez. Juarez. There is, there is, it is Juarez, but there they did film in Juarez. But some of the cars they got were not retrieved from Juarez. They were retrieved from El Paso, and we can tell we know our you, our neighbor. You I, got you picked out the dumpsters, the blue, the I was recyclable like, and there trash. There is a blue and a gray <laughs> trash bin there, a recycle bin and a trash bin. Those are El Paso. Those are not anywhere in Juarez. They and don't then, use those in Juarez. People in Juarez don't hang Christmas lights on the roof. No. And they don't have big yards with dirt either. Everything's concrete over there. It's a concrete jungle. And, and, no, but I mean, okay, so they went to. They Nuevo went to San Casa Nuevo Casa Grandes or Mm-mm. Nuevo Juarez. No. No. Because you're you're saying Juarez concrete jungle. It's not downtown Juarez where everything's concrete. No, even the suburbs. There is no dirt lots There's over there. There's very like rare. Like Anapa's got to be con- uh, dirt. Yeah, but, but you can tell. You can tell uh, a Sanelli house and a Montana Vista house from from a oh, Juarez yeah. house. Oh, yeah, yeah. And even so, the, the way the people, the owners of the vehicles the were Spanish. talking, and the Spanish. they speak with our accent, with and our lingo. Yeah. They they throw in the okay and the... The what you got. They're what you says. <laughs> <laughs> Who was what you say? Um, Sophie. May, no, Mayo had a... Mayo and Sofia, when they're in elementary school, they had a teacher, Miss Garcia, and she taught dual language and... Um, Mayo took dual language classes through fourth grade and she was a third grade teacher and so when she met um, Sophia Mayo said they're five years apart so she started kindergarten and Mayo introduced Sophia to Miss Garcia and said Miss Garcia this is my my sister Sophia and then Sophia said hi and she was shy and and she Mayo was talking to Miss Garcia speaking to her in Spanish and then Sofia, of course, answered in English, and Miss Garcia said, "Ah, tu hermana es una de las what you say." <laughs> <laughs> Those are kids that are Chicanos that speak English only, that don't speak Spanish. Yeah, she's, uh, she called them the what you say. But she's second gen, guy. vale madre la Sofia. Yeah. What you got? What else you got? That it for the ass chewing. Hagan caso, cabrones. Hagan caso si no me quito el cinto y les pongo una pinche vergüenza. No se crean, no se crean. <laughs> Nobody understood that. They're the watches. They're the watches. Hey. I wanted to. Uh, but to Sofia's credit, she's 
kind of like my mom. She's like, I don't want to speak Spanish in front of you because you're, you're going to make fun of me. That's why I don't speak Spanish in front of you guys. But she served as a translator for her previous jobs. So. Who, where, what? Sofia? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, I said Sofia. So I want to say hi to my kids. If you're listening, take care of yourselves. Take care of us. <laughs> no. Take care of us, please. Not. Dad's begging you. Take care of me when no. I'm old. No. Wipe my ass, please. <laughs> Don't. Anyway, shout out to my kids and Jimmy and uh, Michaela. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, the intern. Um, there's a there's there's a listener we've, th- that reached out. He's a uh, he's from he's living here in in El Paso. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to hope you don't mind. Uh, Sun City underscore square body. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's uh, He likes the podcast. He's. Does he have a business or mm, he's just a solo he's dolo? Just a, he's just a, a like, listener. A truck nut just like me. You mm. know, enjoys you know, a certain style of truck and, and enjoys a podcast. Money he, pits? Uh, sorry man that's my wife i didn't say that <laughs> no not Square. his truck your truck <laughs> my truck my truck won third place guy yeah well, anyways my truck it, it my truck is and most most uh old trucks are money bits. yeah that's what i'm saying you want to drive an old truck until it's time to do old truck shit mm-hmm. and yeah so yesterday i had a little a little event with my truck coming back from the event from your car yeah, show but, Coolant hoses started rupturing and all this. Sort yeah, it doesn't of sh- like 110 degree weather. No, probably not. Fucking truck. It's sensitive, man. man. No, no, my truck. I don't know. This morning, I, this morning I was already thinking about getting rid of it and mm. uh, and buying another project that I could Dear take Lord. to the car show. No, I'm serious. I, if Dear I'm gonna get Lord. rid of it, I'm gonna get rid of it for another piece of shit, another shit box. Guys, this has been the story of my life since 1993 piece of shit legit yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyways we've all we no, i we. see we you've been you've involved? always had a, a project piece of shit car. legit always a had a piece of shit legit. every since 93 guy 94 1994 mm-hmm. the fiat 850 spider mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah anyway shout out to sun city underscore square body man thanks for listening Hope you're still listening. And then, and then my cousin, who is a great supporter, uh, I know her as Nena, but her name's Luz Elena, and she has her Instagram. But I don't know if her Instagram's public or not. But um, Nena, thank you, thank you for listening to us and always giving us feedback and always giving us shoutouts and commenting on Instagram. Um, We really, we see you. Thank you. We love you. I mean, um, uh, Hoon underscore Kim, he's uh, involved with the Sullen Clothing Company. Mm. Um, he's been here for the Tattoo Fest. Yeah. Missed him this year. Um, Saw him last our son, year. Our son bought a, some of his stuff, too. Yeah, he's always, he's always uh, uh, giving out love for the podcast. And uh, Charlene Cadoy, Natalie Jett, Bombastic. Um, well, Charlene's Jimmy, the intern's uh, stepmom. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a bunch of people. Uh, Drina says, she's my niece. Yeah. Drina underscore says, uh, 
She's in Portland. Yep. And she works in a brewery. Audrey. Audrey. So I hope your knee's better. I hope you're feeling a lot better. Yeah, she just had surgery. Um, daughter of Carmen, cousin. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of people. Uh, uh, I just wanted to say thanks to all the listeners, new listeners that we got after uh, after the new year. It mm-hmm. seems like we got a little spike, which is, you know, great, great. news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're if you're listening, thank you. Thank you so much. All, all listeners, thank you again for listening and the new listeners you know listen to our old stuff we've we've been kind of busy i know it's a lame excuse not to put one weekly but well we don't get paid for this so (laughs) we barely show up to work (laughs) (laughs) well i do because works from home she just walks uh, i literally roll out of bed and sometimes i've gone and grabbed my laptop and brought it to bed because i'm like you know what? I don't feel like looking at my so ginormous weird. monitor. I think I'll I'll look at this tiny little monitor from hey. the comfort of my bed. The that's that's the life right there, guys. That is the life. That is the life. And uh, lucky you that you have the the luxury of. Uh, yeah, I've even um, put my laptop. I've taken it to the when it's not 110 degrees outside. But I've even sat in the back porch with my coffee and. Well, work from there. Be a trooper, and if you ever want to feel what your husband feels, get your laptop at 110 no, degrees and go sit outside. It will fry. It won't work. That's what I say no about aguanta. my tool. That's what I say about the laptop from work. No, you know I don't. When we turn hook on. up into the trucks, uh-huh. we have to diagnose. No le pasa nada la laptop. Well, mine doesn't can't stand it. Like if I don't turn on, the reason I do turn on the air in the afternoons when you're gonna get home is also because. Yeah, it starts overheating, mm, so no. I have to keep it cool. Yeah, so it's a wimp like that. See, anyways, guys, anyways, you got any other shout-outs or mm. or performances or performances? Or no, we're looking forward to a couple of events that are coming up oh, for us. Fuck, here we go. I am so excited because. Yeah. <laughs> I am. So so weird it so. out right now. Okay, go for it. Go for it. Okay. Do it. Okay. Do it. Get your Guys, thing out of it. Broadway is coming to El Paso, uh, and again. they're bringing Hamilton, and it's one of my. Yep. Yeah. It's like one of my favorite shows that I saw. I saw it during the pandemic right. when Lin Manuel Miranda um, recorded it and posted it for everyone on Disney plus Mm -hmm. Disney channel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, So if you haven't watched it, watch it. If it comes to town, support it, go watch it. It is such, such a cool thing. And you're not a fan of musicals. I know you don't like musicals, Mm -hmm. but you're a history buff. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. I think you're going to like this one. Even your brother has said, you're going to love it. My brother's kind of fruity. So yeah, of course he would like it. (laughs) He's not fruity, (laughs) (laughs) but he's, cultured mm-hmm. so he knows what's up and um i think you're gonna like it i think you're gonna love it and you're gonna start singing the songs like when the commercials come on oh, now that yeah. i'm singing along to the songs and Can't you're wait. like oh my god cannot wait uh, we'll give a recap of it we'll let you guys know if he's if it's gonna be a flame or lame for Bucky. mario Bucky. all right then and the then, week after that uh-huh. another one of your favorites Another one of my favorites. In fact, my cousin Nora was loved this as well. 
Very funny. Very funny. Um, we're going to do tequilas and taco fest in Las Cruces. Tequila, tacos, and cerveza in, in Las, Las Cruces, New Mexico. Yeah. But we, we're going we're gonna to we be adults. two so. years in a row, a, a few years ago. Oh, yeah, chingo. A long time ago. And it was it was so much fun. But, you know, we had to watch what we were drinking because it's a long... It's not really that long for us of a drive. It's, it's like it's 20 minutes, Mexico, 20 to have, 30 minutes. They have uh, checkpoints. Yeah, so we, you know, at the time we were really careful. So this year we're renting either an Airbnb or, oh no, we already rented a hotel room and we're going to Uber to the event. The thing would have been to get the Airbnb right in the plaza. Yeah, to, so that. To walk there was to, a, the, to mm-hmm, the venue. I, there was this gorgeous little casita. Like you literally cross the street into the fest. Dude, come on. But. Um, You're afraid of arañas? No, it was like. Oh, the fees. The, uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. the hotel, the Airbnb price was yeah, minimal. Uh-huh. It was a hundred dollars, but then there's a hundred dollars in fees mm. for one and night. No, for, one night, right? For one night, two hundred dollars, which mm. is not bad, right? If you think about it, you know. But I'm thinking like two hundred dollars, and I still have to do chores. Yeah, because they wanted us to clean. If that, yeah. you know, just get a hotel room and you know. Because we're we just we'll needed we just needed to sleep and shower and. Yeah, we're just shower and shave. yeah, just to make sure we don't, you know, drive. Yeah, because we're gonna Uber from the room to to, to the, the venue, mm-hmm. which is downtown Las Croches, mm-hmm. which is Las Cruces. I just like to say Las Croches, the city of the crosses. Yeah, New so, Mexico. I don't know. It's gonna be fun. Maybe that. it's better that we just do the casita and we save on the Uber, and it's the same thing. Like whatever we're gonna pay in Uber is the difference for. <laughs> Just make sure there's no sign saying uh, Juarez because we're going to have to shoot the driver in the Stop. head. Stop. <laughs> That's not even funny, Mario. Too soon. Oh, my right. God. Yes, <laughs> too good. soon. Anyway, don't Dear get, don't Lord. get, don't get. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> anyway, I think and the beard, the beard is starting Yeah, that model or what is it, Sol? Yeah. Anyway. And if you don't know, look at the. No, don't look at The news in El Paso. Oh, don't look at it. No, that's really sad. Yeah, I know. It's idiota la ruca. I mean, you don't know what she was going through either. Yeah, she thought she was getting kidnapped into Juarez. Right, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't know if she truly yeah, did no, feel that. For, There's for, a lot of inconsistencies in driver, her story, but poor driver. Yeah, uh, who knows? Who knows what really went down? And uh, we don't. Nobody deserves mm-hmm. that either party. Either party. No, that was just a freak. Mm-hmm. Freak accident or freak situation. situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, so, uh, so, so yeah, maybe yeah. we should get the Airbnb. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about two hundred bucks there, but I mean, yeah, I don't either. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens then. Where they can find us. You want to do that, or you want me to do it? You do it, cause I I, I still don't know. It's where a Chico we're Cheese on. Under, Chico underscore Cheese Me underscore podcast. It's it's on Instagram. Mm-hmm. We're kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a big deal. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, follow us on that, and then uh, once I I uh, upload the the episode, it goes to Twitter. If you're in Twitter, mm-hmm. on the Twitter, unless you're woke and you're not following Twitter. Mm-hmm. But if you're not woke, follow Twitter and uh, just post whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, so uh, 
We'll, we'll come back with a we'll recap of a our recap. of our cool weekend. Hopefully, hopefully, we can drop one next week. You know, kind of keep it steady at least one month. We'll see. We'll see. What really? I'm just gonna have to go solo, Larry. I Call, mean, start calling pe- random people on Sunday. Hey, what's guys, up? You're on the podcast. I want you guys to know that today, after I did my chores, my elderly chores, I came home and the the whole podcast setup was already hey, set up. Like I hey, had no choice. It was like hostage. <laughs> You're, you're gonna record <laughs> you will record today yeah. or else yeah but anyways thanks a lot so, for listening thank yep. you for thank you it's for doing the doing the podcast I, I don't know why i have to thank you but mm-hmm. it's like i have to hold you hostage mm-hmm. you do the do the podcast come on please take care of yourselves so you won't so people won't have to take, take care, care of, of you. you yes and uh have shit have shit ready man you know, it's like a bug out bug out kid you know yeah shit hits the fan you got something set up uh kids be nice to your parents yeah parents be nice to your kids call and check up on them yeah take care of your elderly hey if you're out there working in this texas heat or any heat Mm -hmm. plenty of water stay cool and you take your breaks yeah if you need to take a break take a break take a break drink some water fuck these assholes man you can't tell us what we can do. And um, love you guys. I'm going to leave you guys with some one of my favorite songs, uh, Bananarama, Cruel Summer. You guys be cool. Cool summer, not cruel summer. No, this one's a cruel summer, man. Yeah. Every, every summer's a cruel summer. Yeah, dude, it is. All righty, guys. Thanks for See listening. You guys-